Welcome to the Cozy Minimalism Podcast. I'm Angie. I'll be your virtual navigator on this path to minimalism. I want to help you create a home that nurtures and supports you rather than one that drains you and stresses you. My home is a regular everyday home. It's not magazine worthy. And some days when I'm not feeling good, our home will be untidy, but it's never out of control like it used to be. I offer you a softer and lighter side of minimalism, something realistic and thoughtful, and maybe even a little funny. I always love to hear your feedback, so make sure you hit me up on Facebook or Instagram and tell me how I can serve you better. Hey, my friend. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I've had a lot of you contact me about. The topic, dealing with sentimental clutter. I'll cover some tips for you on how we can go through them, and then I have another mission for you. So what are sentimental items? They're items that you have an emotional attachment to. I call this heart clutter. Clutter is anything that takes up your space that you don't use or love. Sentimental clutter can be in boxes, it can be in closets, and it might even be out in the open. But the majority of the time, it's not being used and it's not being displayed in a way that is honoring of its place in your story. Our emotions are invested in the item. You all know about my moo, and if not, I'm going to summarize the story for you. I got the most wonderful, soft, and warm moo to wear before my daughter was born. It was a gift from my mom. Over the years, I wore the heck out of that moo. It was a staple in my wardrobe. I even had a day named after it, Moo Monday. But over the years, it started to fall apart. It wasn't soft and it was kind of scratchy. Mr. Cozy went and bought me a brand new Moo this Christmas to replace it. The new one was soft, breathable, and I kid you not, stylish. Every time I went to toss the old Moo I couldn't. I'd get teary-eyed and I'd put it away. One day on a live video in my membership group, I was telling them about this, and I started Bawling. Legit ugly cry, my friend. It was at that moment I realized that I was having a strong emotional reaction to my own heart clutter. And what is my advice to all of my clients when this happens for them? I always tell them set it aside. Do not get rid of it when you're emotional. Work through the feelings associated with it. My underlying feelings. I am struggling with my only child being 18 years old, and that moo-moo represents something I have had her whole dang lifetime. Once I looked at the root cause of my emotions and let the feelings simmer, I was able to release it a few weeks later. No tears, no regrets. My emotions were clouding my logic, and It wasn't comfortable anymore. It didn't breathe, and I don't like to wear it because it was scratchy on my skin. 
Okay, so cute story of the moo aside. Another thing we need to be mindful of is that we aren't burdening someone else with our sentimental clutter. We need to make sure that what we pass on to someone else is actually meaningful to them. I learned this a few years back. I had two dresses I had saved from the time I was in kindergarten and grade one. I had no attachments to the story behind them, just school photos of me in them and the desire to give them to my children when I had them. So I kept the cute little doggy dress and the red corduroy dress with the schoolhouse on it for over 20 years until I had my own child. My one and only child ended up being a girl. Woohoo! So I kept them in her closet and I waited and I waited until she was old enough for her first school pictures. And she flat out refused to wear them. I had done a great job of raising an independent and strong little girl that didn't even want to try on those ugly old dresses in her closet. The dresses served as a reminder that just because it was part of my story didn't mean it had to be handed down to my own child. If the sentimental item is a positive memory, then it needs to be in a place of honor in your home. When it's out and a part of daily life, it becomes part of your story. And that story is what we pass down if we want to. I have many things from my grandparents that are being used in our daily lives. I have things that are also used in decorative groupings throughout our home. And every time I see those things, I am reminded of them. If you have something sentimental that is a strong heart attachment for you, use it. Love it but make sure it's displayed in a way to honor it and not stuck in some box with no story. We are able to pass on our memories through stories. Most sentimental clutter, we keep boxed up. We keep major stashes of items because we feel that they hold some sort of significant historical value in our lives. The truth is, when we hide the items away in storage boxes, or we keep masses of them, they lose their value. And we're not talking monetary value. They lose their value in our life story. We are the keepers of our memories. If we have so much stuff, we're never going to be able to pass on that information to others and those stories or those stories don't become as meaningful to future generations. And when something happens to you, they're gone. Curate your memories and curate your stuff. Your family will thank you for that. Quick side note, friends. I just wanted to make sure that you were aware that I have my monthly membership that you've probably been hearing about a lot on the podcast. It's called the Haven Makers Collective, and you can find more information about it at www.cozyminimal.com forward slash Haven. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to go through items of sentimental value and choose your most cherished ones. Then find a place to display them. Make sure they aren't hidden amongst clutter on a surface or shelf. 
make them a prominent feature in your home. Then pop by the Facebook page or join the Decorating for Minimalist group to get even more specific advice for displaying your sentimental items with honor. And that's it. I love hearing your feedback. I really appreciate you, friend. I'm collecting your questions, and I'm going to do an episode soon featuring them with my answers. If you love the Cozy Minimalism podcast, I would love it if you'd leave me a review. It is the best way to tell others that it's worth their time. And I seriously love reading them. You can find me on Facebook, Cozy Minimalism. If you have Insta, I'm also there, Cozy Minimalism Official. I share inspiring spaces and quotes. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to next week.